0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fishtown Express, I'm Gordon Baird, your host, and I have a special guest today, Mr. Eric Archer. Hey, hey. Hey, he happens to run this place here, Cape Ann Regional TV. Welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's great time. Happy to be here in our office. <laughs> Let me
0: talk about the office before I get you going. <laughs> I'm sitting here in this wonderful podcast studio that used to be a completely unused room here at Cape Ann Cable TV. And there behind Eric is a magnificent, gigantic screen with four simultaneously playing uh, videos from the three channels plus a sort of promo vision its absolutely spectacular and to me it's it's symbolizes the changes you have made here so the first question I want to ask you before we talk about all these snazzy things and maybe you could talk about your picture frames and your ideas did you come here with these ideas fully envisioned or have they developed as you've gone as they say
1: Oh, definitely developed as as we've gone. Uh, it's been an evolution over the last three and a half years for sure. Mm-hmm. I had some ideas, you know, mostly around content. Um, but even those took a while to sort of meet the characters and get a, you know, familiarize with the area. It had been a little while since I'd been, you know, full-time on Cape Ann. So, yeah, it t- took a little while.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's so interesting. So ideas like the... Picture frame. Just describe why that's out there.
1: Well, we realized pretty early on that we had an awareness problem in the community. That in general, a lot of people just don't know who we are, what we do, what our services exactly, whether or not we're a nonprofit, for profit, what channels we have. Um, we we did a survey and found out that that there's this awareness problem. So. Uh, When we get people to come here, we want them to have a very clear understanding of our service. And so we can visually represent that in a number of ways. And one of the ways is putting monitors all over the place that show our content, like the one you mentioned behind me. It's got our three different channels on it. That's something not everybody even knows that we have three different channels that have unique content on them, mm-hmm. channel 12, 20, and 67. And
0: I'm gonna stop you right there and say that is what I am so impressed by because it used to be uh, they weren't all video channels. I mean, some of them were just mm-hmm. boards and I think the, the likelihood of some of those channels being watched was fairly low. Probably, <laughs> and, <yeah. laughs> uh, But now, when I spin, I'm finding things throughout the day that totally captivate my interests
1: Well, that's good to hear. Yeah.
0: I also want to say, luckily for you, a bunch of new technologies have come along while you were learning the job. Podcasts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Certainly much more popular. And um, podcasts are something that community media stations like ours are doing much more of. Um, I actually stole the idea of replacing the front lobby with a podcast studio from Winchester.
0: <laughs> hey, wait! A gorgeous <laughs> podcast studio. You might thank add. you, yes. thank you.
1: Yeah, Jim. Jim was largely responsible for that. Who's engineering our audio right now? Um, but yeah, you know, it's a it's a nice way to greet people. No one was using our front lobby. <gasps> You know, yeah. uh, and now it's functional in a new way and adds some unique value, and and people are using it. And we've really been impressed with the uh, the way it's taken off with relatively little publicity, mm-hmm. uh, especially now that uh, we're boosting the traffic to our website with Google AdWords. We're seeing a, a lot of traffic for our podcast. Oh
0: great! Yeah. Oh good, good, good. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, how after you did the survey, how have you felt about your uh, awareness in the community? I mean, do you feel like since then, we're, we've raised the profile. Or?
1: I think so. You know, it's a difficult thing to gauge. You know, a lot of it is really qualitative feedback because mm-hmm. we don't get ratings, and mm-hmm. uh, we get we get some analytics from the web, from YouTube, and our website, and and things like that 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 we can analyze. But you know, one of the things that I really want to do more of going forward is solicit feedback in a more ongoing formal way through focus groups and surveys Mm -hmm. and experiments and uh, deeper dives into analytics and things like that, because we've really been flying blind Mm -hmm. forever here, Mm -hmm. uh, making decisions about everything based on what we think is best, but not really knowing, and then that's not, right. not really having a great way to measure right. that. Because
0: so. content is king, and in the past we said, well, if we put out great content, everyone will just watch.
1: But we had no way of
0: knowing yeah. if anyone was watching and what they liked or didn't like.
1: That's right, that's right. So and the basis for out.
0: selection was just, well, they got here. Rather than trying to necessarily have increase the quality, have you found that the private produced shows like Gloucester Chicken Shack are they still holding their own? Is the percentage, I mean, are you gaining in that category, losing, staying the same? How's that working?
1: We are gaining, but not as fast as I would like. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some great member shows like yours and and uh, and others, but uh, we really need way more. Mm-hmm. You know. It, and deserve way more, and Gloucester deserves way more
0: because every single subject should be covered—from Italian cooking to fish cleaning to basketball dribbling—and we get there from time to time. But it's all in the imagination of the listenership that then makes people say, "I want to do that show."
1: Yeah, yeah, we we do our best to get people excited and you know help people get over the technical challenges of producing video and things like that that's what we're here for but you know at the heart of it we're a community media station and we're here to help the community make content well you guys make
0: it so easy for people to make content you can come in you. Take a three-second course to learn the cameras, which you can borrow. To learn to edit, which you can use our equipment. To have help with production—that's what they're here for. It's just amazing how user-friendly the whole thing is. Oh, well, that's
1: good to hear. Yeah, it is.
0: Until <laughs> they kick you out and say, "Take your damn machine home with you. We don't want you here anymore." <laughs> like Gloucester say. we "Where my Model T Ford that I edited on you? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and we, take we've it. gone modern. <laughs> take your cave back, <laughs> cave man." (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. It's so interesting because when I... it's like starting magazines. Everyone wanted to start a magazine back in the 80s. Yeah. Now I sort of have the feeling that should be transferred to starting a TV show. Because it's so easy. Yeah. I mean, look at Mahjong Show. And look at uh, Victoriana. Yeah. You know, these are subjects that people got so into. Yeah. Like music scene. That's not a show where the community said, oh boy, do we need this. It was a vision by those two knuckleheads. And uh, Alan and uh, Peter. And then... Now they make it work, and people will come or not come. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's exciting to me some of the different wacky ideas people have had. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know there the there are a number boating. of ways people can can make shows. I think people have this idea that they have to make this thirty minute studio show and because that's traditionally how it was done. but you know we've really carved that up in mm. a number of different <laughs> ways, as you know. You're, mm. you know, you have uh, Fishtown. What do we call oh, it? Oh, uh, let's we'll see. We are Fishtown Express. Fishtown Express. Yeah, right. The that's short right. form uh, straight to camera that's right. shows that, uh, yeah. you know, that's a whole different take on it. But. Yeah. And that brings up a bigger point. You had a pretty good
0: vision about uh, actually matching up new equipment technologies with trying to open new areas, just like the podcast studio. The one I have most in mind is the teleprompter. Uh-huh. I mean, in a way, how the heck did we ever get along without <laughs> yeah, it? Really. And yet, so few people use it. Yeah. And really, it should be guys like Gloucester Stage, Jeff Zinn, or uh, Robert Walsh coming in to use the teleprompter to make interesting things they've written come alive. Yeah, absolutely. Both good writers, and uh, and they're. It's almost like people that do readings of plays at Writer Center. They should be doing readings into the camera. Yeah, and those are two areas both to collaborate. We have the Writer Center show once a week, and with where the Fish Tales people come in and actually read their scripts that they read in the building, looking down instead. Yeah, they I mean can certainly, if look you in the eye.
1: If you've already done the writing, you've yeah. done the hard part, oh, right? Yeah. We could just feed that into the teleprompter, and, and well, that was your
0: idea it. with me. You said, hey, you're already doing this column. Yeah. Come on. Which is actually how I started my TV show. I wrote a column about why La Lanterna, the restaurant back in the 80s, uh, left town. And it was too real for the editor of the paper, uh, Meredith Fine, Then she said, we can't write about business. We can't write about anything real. So she wouldn't let me run the column. So I vowed to come and start a TV show where I was going to read that column. <laughs> and uh, basically, I tried it. My first show, I came in and I was reading on the air, right? And that, after about 30 seconds of watching it when I was done. I said, oh, my God, throw this out. <laughs> I said, people reading on the air. There's nothing more boring." But it got my show mm-hmm. launched because then I realized, well, i got to come up with something else.
1: Uh, <laughs> so cool. So now it's just 2.0. Now it's uh, 2.0. Fishtown and I Express. realized <laughs> I should
0: bring back that column and do it as a Fishtown there Express. There you go, full circle. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> but um, what, what, what I like is how you have incorporated slowly but surely these new technologies. Kind of move some of the dinosaur things out of the way. Um, shows that used to be are still there, like KPN Report. But I find the excitement is in more of the projects. And, you know, like this. Like the project to get the pods more in people's faces. Yeah, yeah. I find that cross-marketing, you know, where the people who come on the pods, well, now will you send that out to your list? Right. You know, that kind of coordination. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Good Morning Gloucester is so... Uh, strong in Gloucester, stronger even than the paper in some instances. Great to coordinate with them. If that's possible. yeah, we've been
1: we've been collaborating with Good Morning Gloucester. We send them a good deal of content, and they've recorded their podcasts in our studio. I remember saying that? Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. been a nice a nice collaboration. Yeah. Um, and you know, the podcasts are nice too because sometimes people have anxiety around being on camera. Totally. And uh, oh th- yeah, that's eliminated when you're there's no visual. That's so, exactly right. You know, a little bit, a little bit. So how do you see growing? I see growing in a number of ways. We're at a pretty exciting stage right now where we're navigating through the last stages of our negotiation with Comcast for our next 10 years of funding. Wow, okay. big big deal. Um, And um, so hopefully we gain some funding. Is that a negotiation you do, or does uh, somebody from the city do we that? We have done that in partnership with a cable advisory committee that's, that's right. made up of um, municipal leaders from each community and two attorneys representing the four yeah. communities.
0: Who's the head negotiator? It used to be Gordon Bach, who is now the
1: principal of East Gloucester School. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that – well, there's the chair of the committee is Sal okay. uh, Yeah. from from Gloucester. Uh, and, and Gloucester has an attorney, and then Essex, Manchester, and Rockport have an attorney. But we're negotiating gotcha. as a group.
0: Good. When we first incorporated, we were called corporators. I'm one. Mark Orlando was one. Um, I should think of who the third one was. And we uh, had to go negotiate. But we let – Gordon Bach did all the talking, and uh-huh. he was fabulous. And he was really – very strong and a lot of communities don't support their stations. Uh-huh. luster does. yeah. and they say get a strong contract. yeah, we, yeah. People? all
1: four of these communities yeah. have been very supportive along the way and and we're working hard to get a, a strong contract. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic about it. And um, to answer your question about growth, you know I see a number of opportunities. Um, certainly uh, a stronger presence in the local art world is one. You know, I think we can do a great job at supporting the arts mm-hmm. locally. Uh, news is an opportunity that I see. You know, I think that uh, that there's, a, there's opportunity for us to do a good job. Well, even there. a show that was more, how shall I say
0: it? Let's call it a political version of mm-hmm. KPN Report, which used to be. Because Seneca, when she first started, actually there was somewhat more... Controversy, because they would ask a tough question of a mayor, yep. uh, or at least, if, you know, they would not dumb it all down and make it all softball questions. Uh, it was not a press release show. Sometimes I feel the KPN report has become a press release show, but maybe something a little more like going to a real city council meeting, where it's pretty back and forth, the fur flies, and people are not afraid to throw an elbow. You know, it might be fun to have a show that was a little more. Destination TV, where people said, I want to see what they're going to say.
1: I agree. I mean, I think that uh, that we can do opinion shows uh, efficiently, economically, you know, kind of take a look at what's going on in the community mm-hmm. and bring in um, hosts and pundits and commentators mm-hmm. to dissect those issues. Yeah.
0: And in a way, you have that a little bit with Democratic Dialogue. Yep. Although that has a national focus and it's, uh, what's the word the Republicans used to say? Don't insult thy fellow Republican or whatever. Sometimes with that show, I find like there's, everybody always agrees. And so what you want is a show where maybe everybody doesn't agree and and does. But there are times where a subject like the library, which is not, if you've the way it would be done now, everybody would be agreeing and then the next show everybody disagreeing But you want the show where they disagree and agree at the same time
1: Well, know? I don't think There's we seen, should shy away yeah. from opinions as long as we're being fair yep. in our approach and such uh, Yeah, absolutely Or put them together Even more exciting. Well, absolutely. That's what I mean. You know, Have a Democrat and a Republican and a host talk about all the issues. In a way, the way CNN does it,
0: where they'll put the – and then they'll try to have the independent person.
1: Yeah, I I mean, we have to be careful as an organization not to take a stance on anything. But that doesn't mean we can't have strong opinions represented. And have the middleman just setting it up. You know, yeah. so they can get
0: everybody's opinion.
1: Let's have real conversations. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yes,
0: I think that goes back to your very first statement about the survey. Trying to create destination TV and destination appointment radio is what I call podcasts. Because that's how you hear it. You go and knock on the door and the thing plays for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, But same with the shows. To be able to make it so that we could really say to the community, oh, my God, you can't miss this. You can't miss... Failing to check out Channel 12 to see what's on. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not going to Destination TV at 7 o'clock, I always watch music scene. Yeah. So I think there's more of a way to do that. Um, and uh, And We'll
1: we'll certainly be working on bringing you our content in every way so that it meets, mm -hmm. you know, your viewing demands. Yes. You know, we we want to make it very easy for you to find all of our content. Yeah. And you know what's
0: interesting? When you look on Monday when the New Gloucester Times runs the schedule for the week, it's amazing the number of different subjects there's a lot. That are in there. Yeah, there's a and lot. some of them are from outside of Gloucester, which yep. is fine. Yep. And as long as they're interesting. And yeah. I watched this one show one day where I came upon it at night. It was about blood pressure and all this stuff. And, of course, they just <laughs> given me all these blood pressure medicines. I was, like, very interested in some of these things you could do without pills to lower. Uh-huh. And I'm you're learning off KPN TV. How about that? And I was going, oh, right. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know, we, we, uh, we can import programming from a lot of different places. Uh, there's a mass media exchange, which is a shared server for community media stations all throughout Massachusetts and then there's the community internet archive. I'm sorry, so
0: you can take things off that or you can right. share both, into it. Yeah, both, both, well, yeah. both, yeah. Yeah, uh. so
1: other other towns are airing some of our content and we're oh, taking great. content from others and then yeah. the community internet archive has all kinds of great content. Oh, yeah. We have, you know, college courses being aired and oh. TED Talks and all kinds of new Well, new it's
0: so interesting. You go to the convention and I've been to 3 of them and it's amazing how How do I put this? Diamonds in the rough. Some communities, they don't even have a program. Some communities couldn't care less. Some communities, it's so important. And when you go to the shows and you meet the people from Massachusetts and you say, oh, here there are. There's like 10 of these towns that take it really seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, Concord, Beverly, Gloucester, you know. And then there's a bunch of towns where they might get the stuff totally bust in from the outside or nothing. Yep. And I'm just amazed at the difference.
1: It's a pretty big difference. Massachusetts, as a whole, has the most robust community media uh, industry in yeah, the country. Sure, seems to. Um, but uh, you know, across the state, there's definitely a big highs and lows. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all exactly. over the place, and yeah. you know, a lot of it has to do with funding and mm-hmm. municipal support and talent and leadership and a all lot the things. Of that like is like anything, You, know. you
0: got to get the ball bouncing because once. The public is on board, and the contract has been negotiated, and it's being paid for. People want to tend to leave it the way it is. But when you're starting up, and there's no contract, and there's no fee, and all that, uh, 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 don't add that to my bill. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. the bugaboo is, you know, yeah. you know, people would probably say today, keep it the way it is, don't raise it. You know, that kind of thing. And then, yeah. you know, everything gets more expensive, but... Uh, you have done a great job in marshaling resources. The reason I'm saying that is that I remember Syndica had to spend – I've been here a long time since uh, – for 20th, my 20th year this year. And uh, we spent a lot of time trying to raise money in the community. But it was uh, handout kind of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I don't feel that. I feel like we're pulling our own weight. We're not begging to banks Not that there was anything wrong with that, and that's what Seneca had to do, especially when we got cut off from, uh, you know, uh, New England Cablevision and Verizon. Or wait a minute, what was it called? The one that got in trouble with the law? Adelphia. Adelphia. Sorry. Remember, we were New England Cablevision, Frontier Vision, (laughs) Adelphia. Who was before Comcast? It was somebody in there. I mean, whatever. It's been like five owners. And uh, everybody had different policies. But I feel like out of my 20 years, this is the best track we've been on. And it feels sustainable because you have so many different areas. But of course, like the newspaper, you're running with so few people now.
1: We are. We're 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 definitely running lean, Um, but hopefully that's about to change.
0: And you have robots. I mean, machines. If there's going to be one year, I don't mean Jim, our engineer. (laughs) He's a family man. Um, But seriously, all the 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 technology has
1: made it easier. Yeah, I mean, a lot of factors are at play there. I wish I could take all the credit, but I definitely cannot. I mean, you know, the prices for the technology have come way down. Uh, the budget here has gone up because we we are a percentage of the um, the cable revenue yeah. that the the cable company earns on KPN, and that's gone up. So, um, you know, it's easier yeah. for me than it's been for others. Uh, I yeah. think you know, and um, the
0: budget has to have gone uh, gotten easier because I remember we used to record on DVC Pro. <laughs> And those tapes were $40 oh, each. Oh, yeah, yeah, And there were, like, 7,000 of them in the library. I was like, yeah, we yeah, spent all our money. $40 and now, card. And what's a DVD? Everything's done on DVD. It's like 39 cents or something, you know. It's oh, just yeah. that alone, the tape budget. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, cameras, too, you know. Uh, it's all, it's all come way down. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's gotten much more accessible, oh, yeah. much more possible. But again, yeah. that, um, that's part of our challenge too, is that our value has narrowed a bit because everyone's got a great camera in their pocket on their phone and they can distribute to YouTube. Yeah. So they don't need us for those yeah. traditional things as much as they used to. So we have to innovate and we have to be uh, a little more agile and entrepreneurial in our approach because... You know, we existed because people didn't have that that's right and now they do everybody does yeah
0: but you could use take the other side of that coin you might create a show that's everybody's best YouTube videos that they've sent in in Gloucester so Gloucester YouTube you know and then the trick on marketing is of course the more people get involved in submitting the show the more you can send it out to them and they'll forward it to their friends and that's how you go viral and that's where we need a little more virility (laughs) get it (laughs) (laughs) so but I want to say something last thing um, about your your staff and what an amazing staff! Because I've worked with probably every single person that's been here uh, in the 20 years, and the attitude, the ability, the starting point of knowledge—they're uh, just great. I mean, you got Jim, you got Baxter, which is Becky uh, Tober, and Lisa, who's the vet, and you. And it's just amazing how much work you guys turn now.
1: Thank you, you know, thank you. We got a good team here. Yeah, you
0: know, obviously volunteers are help, especially motivated ones. But no, it's 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 just amazing how efficient you guys are. We appreciate yeah? that. Yeah.
1: Definitely. So.
0: All right, so what else? I, I I've heard a rumor through the grapevine that you were a champion soccer player coming along through <laughs> <a case. laughs> your education. So did, huh? how did you get to Gloucester uh, before and after your champion soccer playing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I well, I've always been coming to Gloucester. I was born and raised in Beverly, but my grandfather bought a house on Wingersheek in the fifties that we still oh, own and oh. I my parents were my dad and his siblings were raised there in the summertime as were my uh, me and my brother and my cousins. Yeah. And uh, you know my parents live on Rocky Neck now and my mom had a gallery there. Yeah. So um and She's my dad too. She's got went two
0: apparently at uh, the cultural center That's her other gallery. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know,
1: I I've always felt connected to Gloucester and Cape and always spent yeah. a lot of my free time here. So when this job came available, I was. I, it felt like coming home. You know, it was a wonderful... And uh, what a
0: great pick, uh, because your decisive leadership, uh, the, your predecessor, I remember, who was not here that long, was about as undecisive. And I just saw the station falling even more out of Gloucester's consciousness. And it just... I hate to say it, because she was very nice, and I liked her, but it just... It was all about keeping the job, not about the mission. And you were a missionary. You obviously take a missionary position. Uh, wait a second. Very clever. Uh, yeah. I think that's, uh, <laughs> so I am I'm impressed. Um, my only suggestion, if you ask me, Gordo, what would you like to see more of on Gloucester TV, uh, it's the same thing I've always said. I always thought that the shows could be grouped more imaginatively so that a show like Gloucester Chicken Shack might be closer to a show like Music Scene than a show like Victoriana or uh, Democratic Dialogue because the same person might want to stick around and watch too. Mm-hmm. I always, when myself, I stick to see what the next guy is. Sure. And if I like it, I stay. If I don't, I don't. But I have a feeling if music scene came on after Gloss uh, Gl- Chicken Shack or vice versa, I'd stick around and watch it. Yep. And or I'd tune in early. So I think I think that's something. It's the problem is the groupings are not that easy to come up with, and then you uh, show show three times a week, so
1: every grouping might
0: not be the same. So
1: it's a tricky thing. We yeah. do work on it. At least it does a nice job with it, but uh, we our content's all over the place, yeah. as you know. So yeah,
0: so some that's my only thing is that I feel like then you could have a block to work with. Music people, how to promote that. Mm-hmm. Your time is 3 to 7 on Gloucester TV on Wednesday. Appointment TV, or whatever, Yeah. and
1: uh, so that's it.
0: Well, I have had a ball talking to the boss, as they say. Thank you for having me. Anything else you'd like to say to Gloucester? And... Uh,
1: just keep an eye on us. We should be uh, up to some great new programs very soon. Well,
0: that's fabulous. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Archer, and thanks to my engineer, Jim Capilla, The pillow, they call him. The pillow of knowledge.
1: (laughs) I'm going to use that. We'll see you next time.
0: (laughs) On Gloucester, Fishtown Local.